0: you're investing using exchange-traded funds, you've come to the right place. This is the ETF of the week, where we get the latest take from Tom Lydon, Chief Executive Officer at ETFtrends.com, a site that is the right place for you to learn all about ETF investing. Tom, great to chat with you again. Great to be back, Chuck.
1: Thanks. Your ETF of the week is the Invesco Water Resources ETF, ticker symbol P-H-O, P-H-O,
0: Invesco Water Resources. And Tom, I've got a simple question. Why are we making a splash
1: with this fund this week? Well, Chuck, a couple things. We have spent a lot of time talking about inflation. We've talked about supply of goods specifically in areas like energy and agriculture. But a big component of that is water. And you know, and, and many of the listeners know that we have increased temperatures around the world. We have drought situations, especially going into 2022. We have situations where wheat it comes out of Russia and the Ukraine, Almost a third of the global supply comes out from, of that region, which is going to be disrupted and cut dramatically. Here in California, we continue to be challenged where most of the area in California is farmland and we supply a lot of food for the rest of the country. Just a couple of years ago, we saw the U.S. actually launch a California water futures market just so farmers could hedge the risks of increasing scarcity of resources. Upwards of 70% of surface water in areas like India and 70% of the water table in China have been deemed unfit for human consumption. So we've got some definite water issues. There's scarcity. The World Economic Forum projected that over $26 trillion will be needed to be spent on water provisions by 2030 alone. So it's a serious issue. Fortunately, there are companies out there, publicly traded companies, that are in the business of water. There are companies like water utilities or machinery companies or life sciences tools and services companies that are publicly traded, and these companies have been put together by Invesco years ago to put this water resources index together. It's definitely something to consider, but not enough people are talking about it. And to me, there's a lot of other interesting angles here, Tom, because
0: it's a natural resources fund, but water, not the typical natural resources play, which has a lot more to do with minerals and mining and things along those lines. And, you know, normally I'm asking, is it a 200 day moving average play? And with a typical natural resources fund, you almost certainly would tell me, yes, well, Water, this problem not going away. It is distinctly a diversifier because although there are companies out there, nobody, unless you're going towards a specialized fund, really does have a significant amount of their assets in the water space. And then this is a fund that is currently below its 200-day moving average because it's got good long-term performance. But this year, like the rest of the market, kind of getting hammered. So how does somebody play this? Is this permanent allocation is this wait till it gets above the 200-day moving average. How different is this than every other natural resources fund?
1: Well, like you point out, Chuck, it does have great long-term performance. However, it's thematic in nature. It's a bit on the commodity side as well. It is low volatility because it tends to have more companies that would be deemed to be utilities that tend not to be as volatile, so there's an opportunity there, I'd look at it this way. Everybody today, based on what's going on around the world, has been forced to be very discerning about the components of their portfolio. And if you feel like this is something that would help diversify your portfolio, number one, but also allow you to take advantage of trends that may be developing, at one point in time, it wouldn't surprise us to see This ETF go above its 200-day average, and you could just follow the trend. At the same time, putting a 3% to 5% allocation in from your equity position would diversify because these stocks tend to be non-correlated to the S&P 500 just because of the nature of what they invest in. So it is a way to diversify, and long-term performance has been very nice. Well, let's talk about long-term
0: as well. Because that's another thing here. When this fund came out, there were several other funds around the same time, both ETFs and traditional mutual funds that said, water, it's so obvious we should do it. And the vast majority of those funds failed. They're gone today. This fund is one of the originators in the space and a survivor. You know, we're frequently talking about brand
1: new funds. Does survivorship and longevity matter? That's not something we talk about very often. It's a great point, Chuck, and it's something we watch all the time, but people do not talk about it. And unfortunately, ETF issuers have a lot of pressure on them to make sure every ETF that they have hits critical mass. But we know just by the nature of trends, certain areas that might be either asset classes or sectors or even themes may have good times and bad times. During those bad times, if it's depreciation in the portfolio or net redemptions, some of these issuers don't have the patience. They don't want to subsidize any ETFs. So they'll just close them. And that's really easy to do. At Invesco, they saw the merits of this theme, the water theme over an extended period of time. And if you actually go into Invesco There's a whole suite in this category that tackles it in a variety of different ways. It's the Invesco
0: Water Resources ETF. It's ticker symbol P-H-O. And like Tom said, you can turn the faucet on or off in terms of 200-day moving average play, or you can drip, drip, drip in all the time as a permanent asset play. But any way you cut it, it's the ETF of the week. Tom, great stuff as always. Look forward to next week. Thanks, Chuck. The ETF of the week is a joint production between ETFtrends.com and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. And yes, that's me. And you can check out my hour-long weekday podcast, which this week and next week is celebrating its 10th anniversary by going to MoneyLifeShow.com or by looking on your favorite podcast app. For more information on investing in exchange-traded funds, not just what's trending, but what's happening in the industry, what's developing, what's different, and much, much more, make sure you go to ETFtrends.com. They're on Twitter at ETFtrends and Tom Lydon, their chief executive officer, my guest, well, he's on Twitter as well. He is at Tom Lydon. The ETF of the week is available for you every Thursday, and we hope you will subscribe and follow along on your favorite podcast app. And if you've got a little bit of time, please leave us a review because they really do help. Until Tom and I are back to do this again next week, Happy investing everybody!